Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I wasn't a very good student. I was always getting into trouble at school. I spent a lot of my days being sent to the principal's office. But the worst thing that happened was the time I got locked in my classroom overnight. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you don't miss out on any more crazy stories. The day had started off quite well. I woke up on time for a change. Normally, I'd be running around the house with a piece of toast in my mouth hoping to get to school before the bell rang. This day, I actually had time to eat my breakfast before setting off for school. I walked to school with my best friend, Tim. We'd been friends since we were like three years old. Now, we were in high school. As we walked to school, we chatted about our plans for the evening. We were going to go out after school for a burger. The school day went quite well until it came to the last lesson of the day. It was English with Mrs. Hughes. Mrs. Hughes didn't like me very much. I suppose it was because I was always distracted in her class. This day was no different. I was daydreaming about a big, juicy burger when suddenly I heard Mrs. Hughes shouting, Michael, pay attention. If you want to sit and daydream, then you can do it outside the principal's office. Now go. She turned back to the whiteboard and started writing. I didn't want to go to the principal's office. I knew he would keep me late after school. I saw my chance and slipped into the store cupboard in the corner of the classroom. I would just hide in here and Mrs. Hughes wouldn't have a clue. I sat in the cupboard for the rest of the lesson. When the bell rang for the end of the lesson, all the students packed up their things and left. I was just about to slip out of the room when Mrs. Hughes locked the classroom door. I wasn't expecting that, but then I got an even bigger shock. Mrs. Hughes went over to her desk and took off her wig. Wait a minute. Mrs. Hughes was actually a man? She wiped the lipstick off her face and took off her high heel shoes. Why had this man been pretending to be a woman? I couldn't come out and risk getting caught now. I would have to stay in the cupboard. Mrs. or rather Mr. Hughes left the room. I ran over to the door, but it was locked. I could see the key was in the lock, but there wasn't anything I could do. I had to try and find a way out of the classroom. I was supposed to be meeting Tim, and I didn't want to miss out on my burger. I ran over to the window, but we were three floors up. I couldn't jump out of the window. It was too high. 
Maybe I could try to open the lock from inside. I looked around, but couldn't find anything to open the door. I had no choice. I would have to stay there until the next morning when everyone came back to school. I sat on the floor. The sound of the clock tick-tocking was the only thing disturbing the silence. The minutes turned into hours, and eventually I must have fallen asleep. I woke up to the sound of the janitor coming along the corridor. Of course, he would want to clean the room before all the students arrived for the morning lesson. I waited, holding my breath, hoping that he would come to this room first. I heard him turn the key in the lock. Yes, he was coming in. As he came into the room, I took my chance and ran out of the classroom. I was sure he would see me, but I got out without him noticing. Our first lesson that morning was history. I sat down next to Tim. He didn't look very happy. Where were you last night? He asked moodily. I waited for an hour for you at the burger place. I'm sorry, I replied. Meet me at break time and I will explain everything. Tim still didn't look very happy with me. Break time came and I ran to our usual spot. I saw Tim coming across the yard. As he reached me, I burst out. Mrs. Hughes isn't a woman. She's a man pretending to be a woman. Tim looked at me in astonishment. I went on to explain about how I had been locked in the classroom, and that's why I hadn't turned up at the burger place. I told him all that I had seen. There is definitely something strange going on, I said. I'm going to find out what it's all about. Well, you can count me in too, replied Tim. We began to make a plan. We decided we would follow the impersonator home and see if we could find out any more information. That afternoon, when school finished, instead of rushing straight home as we usually did, Tim and I hung around the school entrance. We didn't have to wait long before we saw the man walking out of the school gates and towards the main road. We followed him, making sure to keep our distance in case he turned around. But he didn't. He had no idea we were following him. As we walked further, we started to reach an area of town that my mom described as the bad part of town. There was graffiti on the walls of the houses and broken windows and doors. It really didn't look like a nice place to live. We saw the man go into one of the houses. Now, what should we do? We decided we would sit and wait to see if anyone else came. We hadn't been waiting long when the door opened and the man went out again. Now was our chance. I looked at Tim and said, follow me. I ran over to the door, and to my surprise, it wasn't locked. Come on, Tim, I said. Let's go in and see what we can find. We went into the house. It was even worse inside. There was hardly any furniture. There was clothes all over the floor. It looked like it hadn't been cleaned in a long time. We Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com began to look through the drawers trying to find out the man's name. We couldn't find anything. 
Suddenly, I noticed a big bag on a chair in the corner. I unzipped it. I took a sharp breath and called to Tim to come and look. Inside the bag was hundreds, if not thousands, of $100 bills. If he had all this money, why was he living in this awful house? Then, Tim picked up a piece of paper from the table. It was a cutting from a newspaper. It had a photograph of the man with a wanted notice. It seemed that the man had been involved in a bank robbery and the police were looking for him. So that's why he had been pretending to be a woman. The police were looking for a man. If he dressed as a woman and went to work every day, the police would never catch him. Suddenly, I heard a sound. I looked out of the window. The man was walking back towards the house. We couldn't risk him seeing us. We knew what he would do to us. We ran to the kitchen and opened the back door. The garden had a fence surrounding it, but I knew we could climb over it. We jumped the fence and ran down the street. By the time we reached the end of the road, my heart was pounding and I was out of breath. What are we going to do? I asked Tim. We will have to tell the principal, replied Tim. The next morning, I met Tim at the school gates and we went straight to the principal's office. He told us to come in and we told him everything we knew. He didn't look as surprised as we thought he would. In fact, he just told us to go back to class and leave it for him to deal with. We went into class, but we could hardly concentrate on the lesson. I was sure it wouldn't be very long before we heard the police car siren heading to school. But the morning came and went, and nothing happened. Maybe the principal hadn't believed us. We thought we'd better go see him again, make sure he knew we were telling the truth. As we went down the corridor towards his office, the door opened and the fake Mrs. Hughes walked out. We dodged sideways into a classroom to avoid her. Why wasn't she being arrested? Had the principal told her what we had said? We were in the middle of our class when we heard the speaker's announcement. Could Tim and Mike come to the principal's office now, please? I looked at Tim and smiled, so the principal must have believed us. We went to his office and knocked on the door. Come in, he said. We entered and were shocked to see not only the principal, but also the fake Mrs. Hughes standing there. We weren't expecting that. I'm sorry, boys, but we have no choice here, said the fake Mrs. Hughes. You two know too much. With that, she grabbed us both, opened the door to what looked like an underground cellar, and pushed us down the stairs. We heard the bang of the door closing behind us. Why hadn't the principal stopped her? That's when we finally understood. The principal had known all along. That's why he hadn't called the police. Of course, it was so obvious. The principal and the fake Mrs. Hughes were in on it together. I have no idea how long we were kept there for. We didn't know if it was day or night. We banged and shouted, but no one could hear us. Sometimes the door would open and either the principal or the fake Mrs. Hughes would bring in some food and water for us. We had to try to escape, but how? We knew we had to make a plan. We had to try to work out exactly when they opened the door to bring us the food. So we started to make a mark on the wall every time an hour went by. Eventually, we worked it out that they brought us the food in the morning around 8 a.m. and in the evening at 5 p.m. The next morning, we made sure we were awake by 7 a.m. We sat by the cellar door, Tim on one side and me on the other. At 8 a.m. exactly, we heard the door open and the principal came into the cellar. At the same time, Tim and I pushed the principal as hard as we could and he fell to the floor. The plate of food clattered across the floor. We dashed out of the door and ran as fast as we could to get out of the school.
We ran down the corridor, but suddenly around the corner, we saw the fake Mrs. Hughes walking towards us. Oh no, I looked around but couldn't see any way out. Tim grabbed my hand and pulled me into the bathroom. We will have to climb out of the window, he whispered. We opened the window and squeezed ourselves through. It was a tight fit, but we managed to get out. We ran across the school field and out onto the road. We knew we had to get straight to the police station. We ran as fast as we could without stopping. When we arrived at the station, we told the officer all that we knew. Okay, boys, he said. Come in and take a seat. He led us into a room and we sat down at the table. A few minutes later, another policeman came into the room. Tell me everything you know, he said. We explained everything, from discovering our teacher's disguise to being locked in that secret room by the principal. You two have been very brave, he said, after listening to our story. Leave it all to us now. The police went to the school and arrested the fake Mrs. Hughes and the principal. The fake Mrs. Hughes was actually a robber, and as it turned out, the principal had also been in cahoots with him. When I got locked in my classroom overnight, I never expected to catch a robber.